0: You're listening to Very Loose Women.
1: Very Loose listeners and welcome to Very Loose Women. You're here with me Soyla today, it is just me. I am out in London and I am interviewing a circus artist and aerialist called Georgina Castles and I'm interviewing her about her work and also about circus art in general, how circus can be performance art and like any art it's open to interpretation but it's very exciting and the work that Georgina does is incredible. You just heard the Vows Amelie which is from the Amelie from Amatra soundtrack and hopefully it gives you a bit of a taste as to what is coming up on the show tonight. As ever um, this is Very Loose Women we are on Resonance 104.4 FM as well as on Acast and iTunes, but for now I would like to introduce Georgina. So if you could introduce yourself and what you do.
0: I am Georgina Castles. Hello, listeners. Um, I'm an aerialist, and I, um, I I went to circus school, um, and I've really spent majority of the last few years training and like. Uh, Perfecting my art, I guess. Um, and what is an aerialist? So, so an aerialist is um, a dancer, I guess, who 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 works on apparatuses in the air. So these these disciplines could be like a trapeze, um, a rope, a silk, uh, a hoop. Um, it could be like a troupe of flying trapeze artists, um, straps artists. Uh, Chinese pole, like f- 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 yeah, it's like all sorts of anything within the air. It's okay. acrobatics in the air. Okay,
1: and um, you have a specialism.
0: Yes, yeah, I'm uh, on rope. And so, is it like
1: one rope or maybe yes. ropes? Yes,
0: one, one, one rope, one mm-hmm. thick rope.
1: Um, so I've, I've had a look at um, some of your videos and kind of your movements in the air. Yes. And it's, um, it seems like a mixture between um, gymnastics, yeah. in the sense that you're very flexible yeah. and you do lots of, you know, movements which I could never dream of doing, yeah. <laughs> like, and that kind of thing. Um, but you use one rope and you go kind of up and down this rope, but in a, in a more intricate, delicate and, and fluid, yes, dynamic.
0: It's, um, it's not just climbing a rope. No, it's not climbing a <laughs> rope. Like it's it's applying like a sort of um, choreography with on a rope, basically um as you would on on any other discipline um and uh yeah it's you know there are tricks which you learn and some tricks are really difficult and you might you might try them for years to to get them some tricks aren't so difficult um so it's it's mastering those tricks and then applying them to sequences and then um sequencing those Um, sequences together and you've got a choreography and then that choreography turns into an act and and you build um a performance from from that Mm. and where did you learn how to do it um starting from like the beginning let's let's go
1: from the beginning so um, journey
0: so i my I, i watched like a Cirque du Soleil dvd when i was about nine years old and um my i just said to my mom like i want to do that that looks amazing And actually within this sort of dvd i was more um fascinated with like the magic of like the ensemble pieces within the show um rather than the aerial acts within that show i found them actually quite boring <laughs> <laughs> turns out years later um so so yeah i was really fascinated with this show it was a kudam one of their early shows from the 80s and um and then my parents like, I, I think I went to like an acrobatics class for for a few months. And I was always as a child, I was always a mover. I did like yoga and ballet dance, um, so it wasn't like totally foreign to me. I'd always enjoyed stretching as a child. Um, and then and then and then when I was about thirteen, I I did a project at school about the circus, mm-hmm. and the practical side of that project was. Um, with the encouragement encouragement of my mum um I did a performance like a trapeze performance which was a solo trapeze routine and then with my friend as well he was also learning with me at the same time um and we just like made this little performance like this 15 minute show of like trapeze I was like 13 or 14 at the time and then from that point on it was my hobby throughout my teen years until I was like 19 when I left school I was like okay what am I going to do And I started researching like where can I take this I mean I had looked into other other things as a career like going to uni to do like events management and Mm. stuff but something wasn't quite like wasn't inspiring me enough with that so um so yeah I, I started doing my research and I found there was a circus school here in London and I applied for it. And I first of all did a BTEC there, mm-hmm. and then I did. And what was that in? That was in circus arts. Okay. Um, and then, and then I did a foundation degree, um, still there. And at the t- at the time when I first did my first year, it was still Circus Space. It was always been Circus Space um, since it was like founded in the eighties. I think it was founded at some point. I'm not <laughs> sure exactly with the year. Um, but then, so I think it was, you know, my second year, maybe like 2015. Mm. They changed the name to the National Centre for Circus Arts, which is now what it goes by mm-hmm. now. Um, so yeah, so all through my years, um, my teenage years, I was training in Brighton and Lewis with Zoo Aerial Dance, and and now they're a bit like Zoo. They moved, and now the company there. I called high top circus mm-hmm. so I was learning just like as a hobby just really covering trapeze rope and silks um and then yeah and then I went to circus school and things got serious
1: and what does it take to just <clears throat> kind of start circus school could because you seem to have had a um when you've grown up you always you said you were always kind of on the move and that kind of thing can anyone start or yes
0: absolutely yeah completely especially now um in this city in london there are so many small studios all over it's become so available like aerial fitness is mm. now like everywhere um so you can go after work and learn like silks or hoop or whatever and and it's become a means of just like a fun um fitness thing um so there's you know women and men of all ages um doing it as like a sort of hobby now um but like to go to circus school like of course you need some sort of you know dance background gymnastic background or you know or a circus discipline that you've learned for a long time which is which is my background i wasn't mm-hmm. so necessarily like a dancer or a acrobat um which a lot of kids who go to circus school are from that background um yeah, so so you, yeah, you do need to have like kind some kind of background if you want to go and like pursue it seriously and go to circus school, then yeah, of course.
1: And how do you train for for a Okay, well how do you train for circus school or circus school? What well, are you at, doing? At circus school? Yeah, what you, what what kind of thing are you doing day things?
0: So, gosh, training at circus school, well, first the first term in the first year was like boot camp. Mm. It was like it was very intense we had trampoline classes acrobatic classes dance um and we also had like a period of time where we we wrote down like five disciplines that we were interested in we had kind of taster classes mm-hmm. and then we kind of narrowed it down to what we wanted to focus on and i ended up focusing actually on a really massive apparatus mm-hmm. um it's called static cloud oh, okay swinging cloud is like a massive swinging in the air oh that's
1: the kind of swing
0: that's <laughs> like yeah, it's like a rope that hangs in a U-shape. So this is cloud. Okay. So, um, yeah, you got swinging, and I was actually really terrified of swinging, so I did static. hmm And, again, it's just like... It's like a, a wide trapeze made out of just rope. So you you move within it, and it's it's quite dynamic. But you, you know, it's quite sort of... You go round and round and round, and I, personally, I found it a little bit boring. Mm-hmm so that's why i moved away from it and now i focus on rope um so so yeah so at circus school it was like we had lectures once once a week as well where we sort of looked and discussed um circus theories and um looked at all kinds of the history and 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 performance um, a contemporary circus really and, and that's what also the circus school is it's it's you know your training to be a contemporary circus artist mm. um, so it's training at circus school is just c- pushing a boundary all the time physically emotionally like we were broken our mm. we, um, <laughs> <my> bodies ached <laughs> every day um, so yeah for like two years you just you were like Hurting all the time, body was really pushed. Um, but you getting really strong um, and learning, and also within this group of people, group of people you were training with, twenty twenty or so other students um, created such a bond, mm. um, such trust. Because um, we also had like theatre classes, clown classes, clown, clown classes. classes. They were so much fun. Is it juggling or no, no, no? We had juggling classes <laughs> oh, as well. Okay. A separate thing. <laughs> a clown is like taking the 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 clown, the art form of of to be a clown, um, and 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 breaking that down and just finding the gag within um, within that pure spontane- spontaneous improvised moment um, and our teacher was a guy called McBarn, Father. he learned under Philip Goliere who's like a clown genius um, and so his technique and teaching was like under what he learned with Philip Goliere um, very intense strips you completely as an individual <laughs> like you are so vulnerable and exposed um, and you know some kids one day got too much leave the room and cry Mm. just because it's just so you yeah there's nothing to hide behind you're totally there yeah so um so we had these kind of classes um so we were learning a lot it was very intense um
1: how did you get into the rope specifically
0: so okay so when I was a teenager I always really liked practicing rope as as my hobby when I was still like at home practicing in Brighton and stuff um I I really liked it then and when I went to circus school I like I said I I started practicing cloud and I, I kind of just wanted to take the opportunity at being in at such such an institution where I can learn such a big apparatus whereas because it's on yeah it's it's rigged from a structure whereas learning something that's on a single point like i said you know learning hoop or silks so you can learn those things anywhere else in smaller studios and learning something like cloud um you wouldn't really have the opportunity anywhere else um but even though i did cloud like rope was still my passion and i actually really regretted choosing cloud while i was at at circus school so when i left um I started just practicing um, rope more and more and more until like I did another intense course last year. Um, and just really like pushed my knowledge and vocabulary and, and set on rope. And, um, yeah, that's, that's why I just, I, I don't know. It's something like, like I said, when I watched the, the DVD as a child, for instance, um, the rope act, I found it so boring. Mm. um, but now there's something about like the simplicity of just a rope and what you can do with it N- you no one would think like oh you can you can climb a rope and you can move on a rope like that um and yeah it's you, you see ropes everywhere and it's just so simple and just so it just hangs alone you know it's something so beautiful about it the simplicity
1: it's quite, you make it sound very poetic. Actually. Oh, thank and you. And the way that you move on the rope looks—it's incredible. Thank just, you. <laughs> 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 but I do want to ask: How do you train net for the rope physically? Because it does look like it does look like you have you need the upper arm strength, mm-hmm. um, the flexibility, um, just the kind of general core strength. So mm-hmm. how do you train physically for that? But even um, you know how many times have you fallen off the rope how many times have you got to get, got to get back up again
0: um only once actually okay only once i was running a an act totally like in, totally away with it just like really involved with the emotion and really going with the music it was a nina simone piece mm-hmm. um like so beautiful, got to the end, got all the way to the top, did my rap, 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 about to fall, let go, and I was so like involved that um, I forgot to do one rap. Okay. So when I, when I dropped, and luckily, you know, I had a mat underneath me, I was only in the training space, I just, I started to like turn, 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 and like in that, that moment kind of, I could just feel and think like, oh, it feels like it's slipping a lot of th- like a lot more between my legs than usual and then like douche i was just like that land, like landed on the floor in shock and i actually fell from really high maybe like like six meters i was right at the top mm. so obviously like as i was falling with the rope it was slowing me down so then and i i, I could feel like oh it's like it's kind of slow but i'm kind of it doesn't feel right and i landed on the floor it was just like a bit of a shock So luckily like you know you can all you always catch yourself if you um you know when you're training you are you are aware so you, if something doesn't feel right you do save yourself as instinct of course um but it was just that one moment where I was just like totally in enraptured yeah enraptured <laughs> in what I was doing um so yeah I only fell once and is it hardcore gym every day yoga um like... it, yeah I mean ideally um I try and move my body every day if if I can if I have that ava- like if that's available to me um depends how busy my life is I guess um but yeah it means I need to practice um I, I try and practice maybe four times a week I mm-hmm. go into the training space um and which is actually my old uni I we can still go there because they have a um a professional program there so you can go and use the space as a professional now um so yeah i mean when i go training there it's just running over tricks sequencing making sure my stamina is um still there mm-hmm. um and it's conditioning It's abs, it's gym. I mean, I really... I enjoy going to the gym. I enjoy running. Um, That's also like keeping my stamina. Pilates. Pilates, Pilates, Pilates. Um, Last year when I was doing Pilates, like, really regularly, for about six months, um, my body just completely changed. And... I mean, I was training really hard anyway, so my body was changing. Um, Anyway, despite the Pilates. um, But... I don't know, Pilates it's good because you can really just like focus on particular areas and, and you start to really notice like what's what side's stronger or weaker, where the imbalance is, um stabilization within your joints and muscles and stuff, it's really interesting. So um and just so good for your core. And you need core obviously. Mm. And 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 to be just to be able to like hold on, hold your your body weight, if you do one pull up You're good to go. Seriously. Um, If you can hang, if you can hold your own body weight just hanging, also fine. Mm. Like, because you are using your whole body. It's not like you're just doing pull-ups on a rope or a silk or or anything. Like, you are wrapping, you're using your feet and you're pushing from your feet and pulling with your hands. Mm. So it's all this whole body
1: coordination. So, yeah. And what do you enjoy about it?
0: Oh, gosh.
1: I don't know.
0: I, I don't know. It, it's been my thing since I was so young and yeah. it's so part of my life. Um, it's, it, it, I think it's part of me. I think it really is a huge part of who I am and um, my personality, my lifestyle. I, I don't know. I, I just love it. I'd be seriously bored if, if I didn't have it in my life.
1: And how... I mean, you've talked a lot about self-expression, and or um, well, not necessarily self-expression, but um, how you can create like an art piece. It's much more than just you know twirling on a rope. Um, mm. What is it that you hope to convey through your artwork?
0: Gosh, does it I don't know. On... It, I think it, it, you know, you can you can create an act which which might um, have uh, you know might have a, a meaning behind it um it could be a political meaning there could also be another act that you might create and it could be a childhood memory Mm. there's so many starting points to create it and and like you said it is art what is art like it's (laughs) (laughs) I don't know and it's also you know circus like what what is circus circus is being pushed to so many boundaries now um Apparatuses aren't like a classic apparatus. People are creating all sorts of aerial apparatuses, um, and and so it's just like it's being pushed. Like the boundaries are always, always being pushed. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're physically being pushed as well. Um, but what? Oh, sure, that's a hard question. Yeah, like I said, there's. You know, if there's an if there's a topic that inspires you, you can use that to um, to to create a piece, um, and then and then it's really up to the audience member if they pick up on on that
1: mm-hmm.
0: on what you're trying to convey to them, um, because an audience member might watch something and be like, oh, that was nice, and then another audience member might be like, wow, I can really see what they're trying to do with that, um, and that was really powerful. So that's also the beauty about performance is that it's totally open um to to the artist. Mm. I mean to the to the audience. Mm.
1: Okay. So you were recently in Palestine mm-hmm. and what were you doing there? So it wasn't just a holiday, is what no, I'm trying to say.
0: <laughs> it wasn't. I I was in Palestine for three months and I was working with a um a circus school in Palestine mm. in um a city called Birzit which is just very close to Ramallah um and that circus it's a circus school it's also a circus the they have artists um and trainers there and um the artists within their company they create shows which is really about their starting point for example is their situation politically and um so so they create their shows about about the um occupation mm-hmm. and then they're also a social circus the circus school works with the children of actually all over the west bank um one day you know every day for example the trainers travel to jerusalem or janine or Farah, nablus they they teach all over different different, um place every every day as well as teaching at the circus school which is based in Bizet. um so yeah they're a social circus so they're taking social art form and using that as a way to educate um these children and young adults who live in such a difficult environment um and just giving them an opportunity to learn to grow um to take whatever negative energies like on the streets because their streets are dangerous Mm -hmm. um and and taking that um and trying to develop that and and making it a more like positive environment and it's a lovely school it's really really lovely like beautiful um quiet um, and
1: you were there as a teacher?
0: Yeah, I was there within the training team and mm-hmm. going from city to city. Also, I mean, as I was the aerial teacher, I was a lot of the time just based at the circus school, teaching the children who'd come and learn
1: silks. Well, and what's it like teaching as opposed to learning?
0: Well, for me, I think it, I it's there's quite a lot of physics behind it. And this is something that it might not be so obvious actually the other day I was just teaching here in London um you know and and basically what goes up must come down you know so if your leg is going down that way there's no point leaving your body like backwards as well because you're not going to get anywhere you have to use that momentum of your leg going down to send your body up Mm. um so there's like this sort of physics behind it which for me, I mean, I've done it for you so long; um, it's kind of like a no-brainer. But there's <laughs> some people who, some of these, you know, students haven't quite figured that out yet. So, um, so teaching, for my experience there, it was beautiful. These children were so eager to learn, um, so energetic. Absolutely loved it. And what was also really rewarding for me was that. There was one little girl. I remember her saying, "Like, um, uh, oh, I want to be a, a silks teacher when I grow up, like you." Mm-hmm. And I was always so fond of my teacher as a child, like when I was her age. And it was my teacher who really like inspired me. I was like, "Oh, I want to be like her when I'm older." Um. So, and I always wanted that. I always wanted to have like a little protégé kind of, you know, kind of situations. So when I heard that, I was like, "Wow, my job here is done." Mm. Um, So that was really nice, and to to see these children like developing, getting stronger, um, you know, it was it was so nice, especially in a place like Palestine.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for for coming on Ruthless Women. Thank you for having me. Um, It's been an absolute pleasure um, to hear about what you do. And how can our listeners have a watch you in action? What can they? Um, you
0: can follow me on Instagram. Check out my stuff. Um, What's your Instagram? Georgina dot castles, I think actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and how you spelling ca- castles? C a w s e l s, not castles. So yeah, and then there's also a link to my website. And feel free to contact me amazing thank you so much thank you so much for having me too
1: thank you so much for tuning in to Very Loose Women today on Resonance 104.4 FM or on acast.com forward slash Very Loose Women which is where you can also listen to previous episodes if you are listening through iTunes do give us a comment or two we love hearing your feedback so that would be immensely immensely helpful we are Very Loose Women on Facebook on Facebook on twitter we are vlw radio and thank you once again for tuning in i'm going to play out with britney spears and here is circus good night there's only two types of people in the